Potentially joining us in a few minutes is Chad, and yep. he's going to be coming in hot <laughs> off the top rope with some scorching <laughs> takes. Uh-huh. Um, On eggs. Raw I, eggs. I just got a text from him that reads, sorry, making a cocktail, finishing dinner. So he's literally coming in hot. All right. It's been a while. It's been a while. <sighs> it has. Is that stained? I believe that stained. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, back from when we were in grad school together. That song. <laughs> there, <laughs> there was once a, a, a date that uh, you know I asked about music, and that's who came up. And for, in terms of romance, the date was over at that point. <laughs> hey, man. Aaron Lewis is just out there trying to make things happen. That was his name, right? I have no idea. I believe it was. I'm not even going to Google it. I think I think I'm correct. I'm sure you are. So uh, we can't end the Radio Free Coronavirus episode yet because the coronavirus has not ended. There's no, no vaccine. I think the nation just really wanted us to continue doing this indefinitely, so people are committed to making that happen. Well, it does seem like the nation is committed to making things happen that I'm not exactly a fan of. <laughs> um, pretending that the virus is no longer an issue seems to be the going rate these days. Yeah, it's uh, I've I was I've been paying attention over the last week or so. To colleges opening back up and then promptly closing. <laughs> yes. Which it's not funny. I, I don't mean to laugh about it, but the same stories playing out all over the country at your honorary alma mater, North Carolina, mm -hmm. uh, Notre Dame, very different type of school. I think my alma mater, Iowa State, has had like a few hundred cases or so in less than a week. It's just everywhere. Everywhere that's opening I, I, up school, that's happening. I read that it's not going well at uh, Alabama, which is a, a shocker with the uh, great karma of having Nick Saban there. I'm, I'm really surprised by that. But What was it, something like 600 students? Yeah, between five and 600 in a handful of days, yep. So one of the things we're going to talk about is, is this, is our attempts to... I wouldn't say get back to normal, but try to have some semblance of social activities and life. And mm -hmm. so possibly getting back to work and you work in the school system or systems. Yep. yep. And that is probably a bit frightening. I work in healthcare and for now I'm still able to work from home, though that is likely changing sooner rather than later. They probably right. be back in the office, even though really nothing technically has changed since everything shut down in March. 
in terms of maybe people are being more careful, people are wearing masks more often, uh, though things are far from controlled. Yes, true. Yeah, I suspect at my schools it's going to look a lot like uh, (laughs) all of the universities that we just talked about. I'm expecting to be back in school in some sort of uh, hybrid you know, model uh, for about three weeks, and then we'll probably be right back to uh, to distance learning. But we'll see. I mean, the I've been surprised by how well the professional sports leagues have done in terms of not having cases. Um, so you know, maybe I'm being overly pessimistic about how it's going to go for my smaller schools, but still, my intuition is about three weeks we'll be back in distance learning, but. Well, you bring up an interesting thing with the sports leagues, and that's one thing that has somewhat gotten back to normal. Uh, the hockey team I follow that I live and die with is the Flyers. They're in round two. That's they... that's that's mostly die for people. Uh... Uh, yes. <laughs> Since I've been born, they have not won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> the two years before I was born, they won back-to-back championships. <laughs> so basically, you are the... the uh... The goat of the Chicago Cubs, goat of the Flyers, is what I'm the curse, however you want to describe it. Yes. Yeah. Uh Uh, So yeah, they advanced around two, and then they lost last night for nothing. So they did not look good there. Uh, But the sport, the the kind of bubble that they've put the athletes in. uh, So for the NHL, I think it's worked out very well because both of the hub cities are in Canada, which seems to have a a healthcare. (laughs) <laughs> that too. Uh, they seem to have a better handle on the overall coronavirus situation. Right. And I believe all the people in the bubble get tested every day. So they haven't had any positive tests yet, at least that they're releasing to the public. Right. Um, the NBA has had a similar kind of bubble situation. Uh, and there, my team, the Sixers, looked miserable and they got swept and fired their head coach. And it's a different story. But I don't believe the NBA's had a significant outbreak yet. Baseball has had some more problems, but baseball is not really in a bubble. They're traveling around, and it's not as controlled. Yeah, but, you know, even baseball, like when that started, I assumed it was a matter of weeks, if not days, before their season just shut back down. And they have managed to, at least so far, keep it together. And, you know, football is practicing and their contact. I thought that that would probably immediately end. I mean, I know that the college football teams had no end of trouble once they started to try to do um, their stuff over the summer. But so far, it seems like the NFL, aside from the false positives, um, things are not quite the disaster that I thought. So well, I don't know. Players we'll have opted out too. And- I don't know about a lot. It's actually less than I was expecting. Like that was the other thing is, you know, they had their deadline and I thought we might end up with almost nobody, you know, end up with scab teams. Oh, look, somebody hey, in, in the darkness <laughs> in a witness protection program yeah, has joined us. You got like the, bl- the blurkle around your face. I can't even see you. <laughs> can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes. Yeah. How does it sound? It just looks like you should be talking like got, this right I've now. Mic- I've got a new microphone. I'm going to switch to it right now. So listen, okay. tell me if it's different. Okay. A or B? Like, yeah. Right, how's that? Oh, that's uh, better. Now I yeah. can't. Oh, that's- can you turn on the light? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he can't hear you right now. Oh, now I can. Now I can. Uh, can you turn on a light? Yeah, I'm getting there. Just you guys rushing me. I'm, I'm just got until got the my, light comes on. Chad, do this voice. What we're guys, rushing you. It's 20 minutes saying. late. You're 20 what minutes late. That <laughs> 20 minutes? That's that's nothing in my world. Uh, hold on, I'll find some lights. My the light in this room is absolutely atrocious, though. It's not going to get better. I'm just warning you. So as Chad gets his uh, technical situation situated. How's that? <laughs> That's great. You're so bright now. I can. <laughs> it's so blinding. All dead. Hold on, I gotta figure this out. I don't have, you have a smudge video. on your camera, or what is going on there? No, it's it's, it's God. He's got the uh, the the background. Uh, uh, you know, it's my lightsaber right here. It's 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 so you can't see his you know dildo collection right behind him. It's kind of fuzzed out. That's what it is. Actually, it's all the CDs, Chris. It's all the CDs. So Chad has joined us, and to get you caught up, Chad, we've been talking about live. <laughs> yes, to millions of people, Chad. Millions. That was not a. We. I would have. I would have censored myself there a little bit more. I was. That's, that's fine. It's all. It's all good. So we'll fix it in post. We've been discussing how schools are reopening. That is potentially. Uh, frightening and uh, sports seems to be figuring it out a little bit with we got uh, we got updates on Mike's sports teams nobody yeah. cares nobody cares <laughs> and uh, yeah and then you came in hot so this is good <laughs> uh, side note just uh, talking about, speaking of coming in hot uh, did, did you watch the any of the riveting uh, riveting uh, postmaster general um Shakedown in the uh, Senate testimony. testimony I saw a few, uh, highlights. Did you see the highlight of the uh, great senator from the state of Delaware melting down when they could, when he couldn't get his um, live feed on? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was very. Uh, oh, what was the guy on Fox? It was like, we'll do it live. <laughs> Why can't I remember his name? Which is a good thing. I don't know. But he just he he couldn't get the switch going, Chris. And he was just like, dropping f bombs. Yeah, he just he just goes <laughs> like just screaming, and then like this little intern comes over and like presses a button on his keyboard, and, uh, and he just make, kept going like nothing happened. And everyone on C-SPAN and the Washington Post feed I was watching was just agog. So it's anyway. making me think of uh, when they did the questioning of all the. Uh, tech and social media people a while back <laughs> and they're all like when I plug the internet into my TV what I'm wondering is <laughs> so I'm in my basement now I don't know if I'm going to I have to go upstairs to get a drink so if I drop out every you know every four and, five and a half minutes, four and a half minutes. <laughs> don't mind me it was my late shift at work I had Welcome. to <laughs> Welcome to Radio Free Coronavirus Power Hour. Yeah, I mean this is public, but I did have a I did have a one of my uh, patrons. I said I'm available from any time from noon to seven today for a phone call. He called at six fifty nine. Perfect, <laughs> of course, of course. So for you playing at home, anytime there's an awkward pause on the podcast, take a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> Is this microphone good? Is it better than the computer? 
Oh yeah, sounds good to me. You sound great. Okay, I just I just opened it. It's some uh, knockoff thing I got off of Amazon because I I couldn't afford it. One of your fancy is that a blue microphone you have there, Chris? It's a Rode. Oh, you have a Rode, yeah. So this is not a Rode that I have in front of me. I have a blue, although it's you gray. have a blue. Yes. Oh, so you guys. Have yeah, a- but it's it's you know cheap podcasting crap. It's not it's not a beautiful nt1 like mine well i might <laughs> pop my peas because i don't have a screen like oh, do you have yeah. a screen on yours Michael? i do gosh i just feel i'm just ragged i come in like swearing i'm cursing i can't get things set up <laughs> i know i gotta do I'm a bunch of dark. stuff and post that's really gonna really gonna take my time this week <laughs> what, am, what am i doing on here why'd you ask me on here again we're talking about schools yeah we went man of the people you got two school age children that are getting ready to go back into. Uh, they are not getting ready to go back in school. Mm-hmm. In theory, how are you feeling about all that? Um, I'm actually uh, this is I'm actually grateful that I live in the city of Minneapolis at this moment, just because the way they handled schools was they they're not messing around with. They didn't even bother saying, like, we're going to try a hybrid. We're going to, you know, we'll send kids back two days. They're just like, no, everything's online. We're going to try to get a computer to every kid and just plan for that, which I actually respect and find easier because everything I hear about anybody going hybrid or anything else, I guess all the headlines are like, oh, there's 500 kids sick instantly. So I just think it's we better. We talk about Alabama already. He missed yeah. that part. <laughs> We've already covered it. So, yes. <laughs> But I figure it's just easier just to just – to, plan for what's certain which is like i'm staying home i'll deal with it i know it's certain rather than trying to plan for this thing that's going to just end in two weeks so so there i'm grateful for living in the city of minneapolis so well this is an opening a question to both of you and i have my thoughts but you know things shut down kind of mid to late march you know with gatherings and a lot of people working from home and really nothing has changed since that point in terms of safety Though collectively, it seems like the mindset was, well, we're going to open up school again because that's what time—that's the time of the year that you know we have to do something. Why? Why is the public discourse there? <laughs> Chris, you got this one. <laughs> I mean, I feel the same frustration, or whatever the word is that you do. Like, you know, is that a guitar. <laughs> 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 Please give me a scorching hot solo, right? Oh, I, I my, don't. So, my you're the solo man. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know what changed. Is is the honest answer? I was involved in some planning committees about going back to school. My words were not. They may have been heard, but they were not. Uh, you know, in the final reckoning in terms of the decision. So, Chad, my school that's roughly in your neighborhood will be fully in person. So mm. the the zombies will be wandering from that direction. If you, Fan- you know. Fantastic. We'll, yeah. we'll keep an eye out. Um, wow. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of a. I don't even know what words I want to use. Just, yeah, I'm, it's not a particularly original thought, but the switch from the spring where everybody's like, oh my God, teachers are amazing. They should all get paid a million dollars to the fall where it was like, now go back to work and nothing's different. And, you know, we, we need your daycare pronto is, 
I don't know. It's uh, I, 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 there, nothing is different, so I can't imagine it's going to work out particularly well. As I said before, I I, <laughs> I was a little more uh, optimistic. I gave it three weeks before we shut down, but three. Wow, that's yeah. that is optimistic. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's like I mean, that's about how long maybe. the tests are taking. So, <laughs> yeah, you might get to MEA at that point. My gosh, that's just, <laughs> that's very optimistic. Uh, for those out of the greater Twin Cities area, what is MEA? Oh, the Minnesota Education Association. Is that right, Chris? Uh, I think it might be educators. Educators? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it's basically a random three-day holiday for (laughs) people that are not in education in October. And then the rest of us have to pretend that we're doing professional development during that time. Yes, it's a a Minnesota tradition to give. Well, it's a Minnesota tradition that, that knows that schools cannot have a one complete week of school between September and <laughs> January. I don't think also there's a single week where there isn't a day off. Anyway, This is the kind of hard-hitting stuff we Here's the editorializing yeah. on the schools. This, I mean, I, I'm a, I love public schools. I love public teachers. I love all of it, but there, there's a lot of days off, though. There's a lot of days off. That I didn't get growing up, and I'm bitter about it. Like, there's like 60 more days off than, than we got. <laughs> 60. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like do, do a immediate fact check, and I think that's incorrect. <laughs> and and the, 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 you know, the double burn of it is like now I work in education, but I still don't get those days off because all those extra days that we didn't get are all professional development days for us. So I'm still supposed to do something. So brutal. Do you right. have a sounder for immediate fact check that you can play? Like, beer, 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 beer. <laughs> I thought, you I mean, you're, the one with, you're the one with the guitar. <laughs> this guitar is tuned down and out of tune. I was trying to play it's Velvet Underground in, songs in, and it drop, didn't work. It's in drop D right now. It's, for in, metal. it's in just, I don't know what it is. It's the Velvet Underground first album. That's pretty good. So. I don't know. I that's about all I got, Chris. That's well played. The fact, that's I was the fact about to read that's it. That's the but... fact check. It's just a D C D. Yeah. Checks out. So just keep that on hand <laughs> for any time there's lies. <laughs> just jump in. Still checks out. Still there you checks go. Out. <laughs> checks out. So I was going to say earlier, I, one of the factors that seems to be in play is just fatigue. I think people are tired of being isolated, not being able to work, and are just done. I, I mean, From I an think from an economic so. standpoint, it's it makes sense. I mean, people are struggling. Like people have to work; they don't have childcare, so get kids back into school. But like in the long run, it's the system's going to break down further. Yeah, I mean, I think that realistically like a lot of families at my school cannot afford to you know stay home with their kids for another extended period of time and so whether it's really going to work out or not they have to kind of try to have them go back to school so that they can do that um and i do sympathize with you know even if you're not politicizing the whole thing which unfortunately we are to a great degree like 
I think it's just realistic if I'm a parent to look at the situation and be like, nothing about this is going to change until at least January. And I, I can't wait that long. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think there's any easy answer for parents. I don't really begrudge anyone their decision about what they want to do in terms of their kids going to school, not going to school. Well, and it's one of those things where what's it, the fundamental attribution error where you can justify your own behavior by a bunch of external factors, but you look at somebody else's behavior and you're like, oh, man, that person sucks. Are, are we talking about flying to Jersey right now? I feel like yeah, we're about sure. Let's <laughs> no. get it on the road. Because <laughs> I've been incredibly careful since March, at least in my mind, of not really being away from my house, certainly not being in any kind of social gathering or whatnot. Um, but we did fly to Jersey to see my family. I mean, one one week I'm having to pee in the woods because I can't go in your house, and the next week you're flying to Jersey. It's just, you know. In, in fairness, that was months ago. I'm just giving you crap. <laughs> you pee in his woods all the time, Chris. Well, that also true. Not even even when you're not invited. It's just like, it's in the neighborhood. Waking up in the morning, look yeah. outside. I'm... Hey, it's... hey, Hugo, there's Uncle Chris <laughs> pissing in the woods. So I could see. You can edit that one. Sorry. No, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> so from the outside, yeah, folks. Judge, you be fact check. <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. <laughs> so I would imagine folks would potentially judge me or th- think, oh, you're not taking this serious. You were traveling. You stayed with other family in a different state, uh, which is not wrong. So I, I am giving people a lot of grace for the decisions they have to make and why they're making them. But as a collective, it just it seems like everyone just wants this to be over. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's easy to get annoyed at other people and not really understand why people are making the decisions they're making. Well, I would just say that we all like everybody's doing their best and we don't really have strong leadership on this issue. And so it's really hard, like. You know, I feel like I try to be really careful, but I also feel like every time we get together with friends and try to do something safe and socially distanced, like the next day I'm like, oh, crap, (laughs) like I did X, Y or Z and that was dumb. Like, uh, you know, like I'll have somebody over and we'll eat on my screen porch, which should be good. All the windows are open. Right. But then I turned a fan on going inward instead of outward. And I'm like, well, that was stupid. I just blew all the COVID into serious face. <laughs> so yeah. it's hard. Like, yeah. I I talked about because I've been open about this online. And I, th- I think I've talked about it on this pod before that I have a therapist. saw my therapist last week and was talking about how every activity has this additional risk reward component. Whereas before, you know, going to hang out with you guys or going to see family. (laughs) Hanging out with us was always risky. I don't. Well, but but like typically that was something enjoyable. And now there's this whole like, well, yeah, I want to see people or go visit my nephews. And at the same time, I don't want to die. So what am I willing to do? And then how much guilt am I going to have afterwards? 
Right. You said like, yeah, in the moment, it's like, oh, great. I saw friends, but thinking about it, like, oh, wow, I could have blew COVID all over somebody's face. <laughs> <laughs> and that probably wasn't worth it. Um, so it's, it's not, it's hard to feel comfortable. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, Susie and I, every time we go out, it's always, we come home, we're like, why we can't see anybody for a week or two weeks. It's just a constant guilt trip every time, mm-hmm. every time. Even when we, we saw you last, just over the weekend, Michael, and we're like, they were in our house. We shouldn't see people for a week, you know, or two weeks. <laughs> they were why breathing were they, in here. They were in our house. Like, you know, it's just, it's such a, and you know, but I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I'm, I, my comfort level will disappear because I, I think I, it, it, it goes away when I see people I like and I want to be around and I want to be, you know, and I want to hang out with, and then like, I'll get more comfortable. And then afterward, I just have the panic. Like you said, I blew COVID all over that person. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's going to be the worst phone call of my life. Right. Having to, yeah, that's what I was, that's what, you know, it's that thinking about that list of people that you would have to call, you know, remember when we shared those cheese curds? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I have COVID and you might as well. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I will see you guys on Friday. Then. Great. Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, get those fans blowing in. We right. are going to be on the patio. It's open air. Well, well, maybe this is a good time for you to get into your new uh, social support system that you've developed during COVID. That I'm, I'm quite jealous of because I, I have not grown a new support system. Is are it on Grinder? Are you talking to me or? <laughs> I'm talking to you, Christopher. Uh, uh, are we back to club quarantine? Well, we haven't even we haven't landed on there yet. This, but yes, this is like back. my preferred interest of <laughs> of the of the recent months. Yes, this is w- when I understand where my son got that. Uh, so you've just been killing it on club quarantine. So let's hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and, you know some of them may be tuning in, and now they're going to be like, who who is this guy and his jacket? <laughs> Does not check out. Does not check out. <laughs> um, no, I, you know it's been fun. Like I, I've been on Twitch for a long time. Usually watching something really stupid, like people playing long haul trucking games and trying to figure out why people want to tune in to watch long haul trucking games, and then realizing chasing that, my viewers away. Wait, that, hold on. there's long yes, haul trucking games. Me. Yes, yes, there are, Chad. <laughs> okay, I'm... with like the accurate, you know, not only the long haul trucking, but it's like an accurate map of Europe or North America or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like you're going, yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> this is just... that sounds amazing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I... oh, man. I've been on Twitch for a long There's... time, watching that or watching the Bob Ross stream, but. Um, oh. Man, Ch- chats now on chats on Twitch have by and large been pretty toxic. Um, usually, I just minimize them and I'm not watching them at all, even if it's a stream that I enjoy. 
except for my extreme that I get in and chase away the rest of his viewers. But um, well, yeah. in fairness to you, that was kind of unintentional. I don't I don't actually think it was me, but I was bringing the jokes and I'm I'm, I'm not sure that the, the other viewers were ready for the jokes. I don't think the other six viewers were really that interested. <laughs> I think some of them were confused by the fact that I'm actually a person that knows you and I was just giving you crap like I always would via the Twitch chat. And they're like, who is this? terrible human being that's harassing this poor streamer uh, <laughs> so you know i had been watching club quarantine and i think we've talked about this before somewhere in the, the past archives of this show but i'd been watching it for a while before i realized that like their chat was markedly different from most of them and was i don't know very consistent with the uh, dance music you know plur mentality peace love unity respect you're not familiar and so yeah started chatting with them and now suddenly have friends i'm air quoting <laughs> our, our, <laughs> people can't see that uh but i think that some of them are going to become actual friends um all across the country and checks out <laughs> the world uh though <laughs> Double check. <laughs> there is somebody, I think from Australia, that might be tuning in to listen to this now because of club quarantine. So, what up, Australia? Right. Uh, but no, it's been really fun. I have gotten to know people, have uh, had a lot of conversations with uh, internationally known DJs and producers, usually about something really stupid like house party or liquor from costco the movie that's how i roll yes the movie seriously underrated movie what about house party 2 not as good and don't get me started on pajama jammy jam other than the name is that house party 3 yeah i believe that's house party 3 yeah, yeah. pajama jammy jam yeah that's a good one um, but no, it's it's been a really good extra bit of socializing, uh, especially for an extreme extrovert like me that needs something to do on a Tuesday night. There's one of those awkward pauses. Drink if you're at home. Oh, man, I'm out. <laughs> so I've watched a few times with you. I've, been, I've enjoyed the the planting, as it were. You said it with a P instead of a V this time. Well, saying it is fine. It's the spelling of it that really <laughs> confounds my brain. Are there words in the English language that make a P sound but are spelled with a B sound? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta unwind sorry, that. Man. I gotta unwind that in my brain. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Words with a P sound that are made with a B, or was it P with a what? What was it? I don't what did know. you say? <laughs> <laughs> I need another drink. I'll be right back. I interrupted your thought, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, no, it, it's been fun and enjoyable for me to see you connect with that community because I know it's something that you're very invested in and and have been for a long time. Like before that club quarantine existed, like that's your type of music. Like we've had earlier episodes where you've shared with me like here's some specific artists, you should listen to them more often. And uh, in the beginning of the year, back in January, when <laughs> I had my whole life and year ahead of me. Yeah, don't uh, remind me. This is going to make me sad. I was 
in the process of really expanding my horizon, so to speak, and listening to new music, listening to different types of music, I have wrote that down on the list of kind of continue inspiring me to keep going. Mm -hmm. So anytime I listen to a new album, I would write it down. And I think within, I don't know, six weeks, I had listened to something like 30 or 40 different albums from artists that I really wasn't familiar with previously, rather than the same stuff that I grew up in high school and college with that I just keep right. listening to over and over again. Yep. Um, so you've been very much interested in that culture for a while. And it seems like you found a pretty cool niche for yourself. Not to mention we were going to travel to Colorado to go see above and beyond at Red Rock. Yeah. I was going to dish out some hugs, but um, the cool thing about it is whenever we do get to do that, um, we're probably going to know people that we wouldn't have known before uh, COVID happened because of club quarantine. So that'll be an added bonus. So it's going to be awesome in 2023. Just I, get through the running man years. <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm hoping that, uh, you know, maybe summer of 2021, we're back to having some stuff. We'll see. Sub-zero. That's all I can think of. <laughs> Butcher at Bakersfield. Just... <laughs> now plane zero. <laughs> Captain Freedom, I think, was our governor, former governor. Yeah, he didn't last long, did he? I don't think he did well in that movie. No, he was sort of the final boss, I think. Was he? Or Richard Dawson. Oh, man. I, I don't remember that movie at all. Yeah, uh, if you're thinking of watching that movie uh, as like a home. Yeah. as like an escape from the reality. Uh, I've made that mistake before. It is way too close to home for current events. Like how? Well, it's uh, this year or last year, isn't it? Is it this year? Yeah. And it opens with basically, uh, Oh, I know the open, the opening's fantastic with the, I'm trying to escape. Right. Is that what it was? Or am I thinking of a different movie? No, it opens with them suppressing, uh, basically killing innocent people protesting for food. <laughs> and, uh, I'm laughing. And then, and then covering it up as, yeah. as like, yes. uh, you know, angry riot. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, yeah. I forgot that there was that part. I didn't right. remember in prison. Or is that, are they in prison when that happens? Or is that outside the prison when that happens? I don't remember. And then, well, that's the backstory of how how Arnie ends up, uh, oh, you know, unfairly imprisoned. I have yeah, just... there's movies like that and Demolition Man, strangely prescient for how things have sort of played out. <laughs> if you go back and watch that movie, which which version of Demolition Man? Yeah, I didn't know there are multiple versions. Aren't there two? No, sorry, I'm I'm thinking of Judge Dredd. My bad. Oh yeah, no. Maybe that one, too. Any kind of apocalyptic set in the future where they're like, ah, let's just throw like 2020 in there as a year. Because uh, we already passed Blade Runner. Yeah. As well, I believe. That was a good they, thing. They moved it up to 2049 now, so we got more Blade Runner to look forward to. Yeah, we have. We, <laughs> we got some time to figure it out. <laughs> uh, so potentially in the future, meeting up with Club Quarantine peeps is on her, on the agenda. I, I, you know, I will for sure be trying to meet up, you know, much like Red Rocks, Mike, you're, you're free to come along or, or not, but. 
but they're going to be there and be excited to meet. Chad, what new social group have you immersed yourself into in the last six months? Mm. Uh, books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've immersed myself in me. That's not a bad choice. <laughs> no, I don't know. I haven't really immersed myself in anything. I've been kind of just, I don't know, been dealing with just family and trying to stay connected with people. But it's not easy. It's not an easy thing for sure. So, <clears throat> so I just brought the podcast down a notch here. So <laughs> right. let me just. <laughs> What's the best book that you've? Oh, books? Oh, the best book I read, actually, it might be the one I'm reading right now, which is Warlock, which is a Western. Um, but it's, it's um, I don't know, it's just a great book. It's by, what's it, Oakley Hall. I don't know, it's written in the late 50s. It's supposed to be like a response to McCarthyism, but I don't know, it's great. So I guess they made it into a movie in like 1962 with like... Fonda or something, Henry Fonda and stuff, but I don't think it did. It was very well received, but it's a good book. So, but I'm really bad at describing books, so I'm going to decline to do that. <laughs> it's a book. It has pages. There's some. It words. has pages. It's long. I mean, I did have this rule that I was following for a long time, where I was I wouldn't read a book over 200 pages or 250. I was trying to because I could never finish a book because I'm the worst English major that ever existed. I don't think I actually finished a book until I was over the age of 30 and well out of college and had an English degree. So, um, so I started off just reading. Yeah, it was a little backwards. So now I've gotten, I've gotten in touch with my English major a little bit. Um, and so I've been reading a lot. So that's been kind of one thing that I've found actually bringing me a bit of peace during the day rather than, I don't know, I find I get I watch too much Netflix and too much TV, and that's the one thing I can do to kind of pull myself away from a screen while I'm always yelling at my kids to, you know, put down your screen, put down your screen. So I figure, well, I should probably show them or demonstrate, you know, <laughs> hey, there's another way to look at the world, which isn't through a screen. So but I don't know. I debate whether or not it's any, it's actually any healthier than actually just watching YouTube and watching movies or not. I'm not really sure if reading a book is healthier or not. I mean, I would welcome your I, your input on that because I, I can while away hours on that and then I end up like just disappearing, you know. Well, that's actually been one of the other positive changes for me during all this is that until I had a stupid smartphone, uh, my going to bed habit was to read a book like that was the last thing I would do in my day. That was kind of my settling down routine. And then with the advent of the smartphone, like I was really bad about sitting on that, which is not good for your getting to sleep, first of all. And <laughs> just also tended to be me spending, you know, some amount of time on, you know, various like Twitter and whatnot, which often is kind of, especially these days is sort of toxic in a lot of ways. And so um, I've really tried to get back in that habit of reading and have been pretty successful. So that's been one other minor positive during these troubled times. Yeah. My book recommendation is This Tender Land, by the way. Don't know if anybody's familiar with that one, but uh, sat set here in Minnesota um, about someone escaping from one of the um, – Schools, the unfortunate schools that we used to have for Native American children, 
and uh, traveling down rivers and eventually ended up ending up here in uh, St. Paul. So it was a it's a really good book and, you know, fun to read as a Minnesotan. All right. I'll put that. I'll do that for my next social uh, my socially my so what do you call a social group? I'll take that book and I'm all right. Next cool. social group. <laughs> Make sure you wipe all the all of my off friends of before you books. Give, give the book to them. Yep. I've juggled different things, which sort of is my my multitasking mindset. But earlier in the spring, it was doing a lot of podcasting. We we put out a bunch of episodes of Radio Free Coronavirus, which was fun, and then. I was reading a bit more than I was kind of mainlining some video games and like played Final Fantasy VII Remake. And in recent weeks, I just played The Last of Us Part Two, which I have a lot of thoughts about, but I don't think either one of you guys have played those games, so it'll fall on deaf ears. I'd like to read more. Now the Flyers are playing, so every few nights they have a game and that keeps me awake too late and they uh won the first series so that was exciting uh they didn't look good this series so far so uh one way or the other that just kind of gets me activated keeps me up a little too late plus there's been the conventions which i'm either watching hopefully to make sure things go well or watching in dismay at kind of what's happening before my eyes uh so that's last week and this week uh, why i don't and also, I've been going to the driving range, which is strangely, incredibly relaxing, even though I'm not good at it. Well, I was going to say also why, but now I feel kind of bad about it. So. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, it's just because it forces me to not be on my phone, to not be multitasking. It's just trying to do one thing and trying to do it better. And that idea of practice and... You know, learning something new is it's enjoyable. And I guess I, I still continue to do that with work. What I still continue to learn stuff and read stuff. But outside of work, like I haven't done as much of that as I probably would like to do. Like, I saw you playing a guitar and I've like always wanted to play an instrument. But musically, I have no brain for it. I just it doesn't even make sense to me. And I always think like, oh, it'd be fun to try to learn an instrument at some point in time. But I feel like it's passed me by. It's never too late. Ah, I know. So the, the golf thing is kind of like something, I feel like if I continue to practice and get a little bit better, a little bit better by the time I'm retired, it can be something that I do and I'm somewhat competent at it. Uh, so that's been, plus it's exercise a little bit. I heard I heard you, I didn't know if there was going to be a fact check or what was going on there. <laughs> no, I, was just, I was trying to just, I was going to build it up to like, feel that you were raising up to some kind of big, big, big ending or something that I could well I, I would say that this uh, past few months has more time for self-reflection potentially self-improvement there's also a lot of negative emotions like anxiety and depression so if we need a chat to like change it to like more of a troubling Oh, I don't know. Once you talked about the I don't really have an arrangement. I know like three <laughs> chords, so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, you know, I agree with you. That is the 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 challenge is like finding these ways that 
<clears throat> you do stay positive, do something better, learn something new during all this and not let uh, everything else like the conventions that you insist on watching mm-hmm. get you down. I invested a lot of time into learning how to make some cocktails. So that I've, was, I've done a fair amount of that myself. That paid off in a probably not so positive way. <laughs> but it has occupied my time and I have come up with some pretty good cocktails that I can that I can make now. So that's excellent. That. So so that well, was what, good. what are you laying on me on Friday? Well, uh, well, I've got this. I got some bourbon cocktails that I've got that I've cooked up. Yeah, you are speaking good. my language. Oh, yeah, so. I know you're a bourbon drinker, so I got I got a couple. Uh, you read a Boulevardier? That's pretty good. I've heard it. I it's don't know drink. that I've had it. Nice mm-hmm. drink. There's a few mm-hmm. others that I I can. Well, I'll bring some stuff. We can have All some right. cocktails. So good. sounds good. So, so, uh, you know that's. Up been another positive change for me is that I've been exercising more consistently than I've ever done. Drinking a lot more. (laughs) Well, that's related. A lot more bourbon. (laughs) I have been exercising more consistently, most consistently that I've ever done it. Um, And that's partially because of club quarantine also, just because it's, you know, high energy music. And so it's easy to kind of be doing that at the same time. And the shirtless, the shirtless uh, options that have to happen all the time in club quarantine. We don't wear pants in club quarantine shirts are, you know, up to you. Um, Mm. But Mm -hmm. I think I'd have like a pretty sweet, like six pack going. Go on. The problem is the bourbon and the barbecue. There's, there's still a, you know, if if I could if I could trim those down, then I'd and be, I'd be totally shape. ripped if it weren't for my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can feel like the, the the really nice stomach muscles underneath that layer of bourbon. It says a layer of bourbon. Yep. So I can just can I tap it? Just chill that out. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely can. It's a slosh around. Or something. That is some well aged. Damn, that's some Basil Hayden's down here. That's pretty good. That's like forty dollars a bottle, but I get out of Chris for free. Absolutely. That's nice. Uh, I I started working out. That's a uh, yeah. I do a seven minute workout every day. <laughs> nice. That's as were, much as I could commit that. to. That's uh, as much as I've been able to commit to. I've, I've done it for three weeks, so I'm, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I'm pretty happy with that. I, am I don't heavily you. breathe at the end of every seven-minute workout after three <laughs> weeks, which is which was. I'm like, wow, I'm not breathing heavily after just exerting myself for seven minutes. So that's that's a. I think that's a step in the right direction. So that's good. I'm up to about 500 reps, like when I do my core ab stuff per per time so reps of what of like crunches of various types (laughs) sit down stand up just raising that bourbon to my face and roll over in bed which is a lot like when i started doing this i think i started on doing like 40 of each thing and then like up them by 10 each one that i've done and so now i'm up to doing a uh, hundred and forty of each thing when I do it. So. Damn, there is a six pack underneath that bourbon. I, there, there, there really is. It just something, something under there. My dedication to giving up bourbon and barbecue is not the same as my de- dedication to doing exercise over this time. So. 
That's what I was doing over a year ago. I was doing that's your hairs. I got to the point of doing like a hundred a day, and like I was able to do like forty or so at a time. And then uh, I was walking up the stairs and felt like my whole body shut down and was in the hospital for two days. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I need to scale back on the exercise a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and maybe um, maybe mix in a little of the uh, finest sports drink on the market there, Mike. Jeez. Uh, or just regular water. Uh, <laughs> or some bar- barbecue and bourbon, maybe. Yeah, yep. hydration might have been a factor. Solid but point, I, Chad. Uh, scaled it back, and now I'm kind of slowly working – my way back up doing some of that stuff each day but does your wife know this yeah i've mainly just been walking you know trying to get ten thousand steps a day and all all that good stuff which uh we have a treadmill here so that's good uh on days when it's like 90 degrees and pretty miserable to be outside sweet cool story bro cool story <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. Mike, you'll be glad to know that uh, Will is on about hour four of Dungeons and Dragons uh, with his group on uh, Zoom right now. Yeah, something I was going to ask you both earlier, and you bringing up Will uh, reminds me. So Hugo, who's three and a half, is, uh, they must be talking about it in school, and certainly we've mentioned it from time to time. But we'll be driving in the car, and he's just from chiming in from the back seat, like, we can't go inside anywhere because of coronavirus. <laughs> uh, so like, he's aware of the situation and kind of has a sense that things are not as they should be. But he's three and a half, so it doesn't have a lot to compare it against. What's we were talking about going back to school potentially, but just how are you guys doing parenting? Like, cause you had your childhood experience and now you kind of see how things have changed for your kids. Like, how are they doing? How are you doing with that? Well, Will is made for this. I think we've kind of talked about this before, like in some ways, because all of his friends are home and, um, can't go anywhere. And so all wanting to just be on Xbox live or play D and D on zoom, like this is the most he's gotten to socialize. So all in all for him, it's really been just more of what he would like to be doing anyway. So <laughs> it hasn't really been a big deal. I think I feel bad for more of, you know, like Chad's older than, than I do for will. <laughs> My kids, my kids have entered the age, though, where they're um, the, especially my oldest son, Owen, he's going to turn 15 soon. And he's, I think, happy if we leave the more we leave him alone, the better. <laughs> so but that also causes a problem because he's in the house a lot because, you know, you can't he can go. He goes out to see friends. They go like hammock socially distanced at, at a beach yeah they go mocking and they do other things too which is cool but you know that only goes so far and then it's just a lot of time still being in the house because you can't you know you can't go to your friend's house you can't if it's raining you're kind of stuck inside so um so that creates conflict at times because i end up getting on his case or Susie, we we end up getting on his case because we're like um you know, get off your screen, get off your screen, get off your screen, do something more constructive. But he's really into music. So to make music, he's on his screen, he's on his screen, he's on his screen. So it turns into this like tug and pull. But then, you know, I'll see him 
you know, he'll be working on music, and he does. He's actually got a he's got an album dropping at the end of this month. Oh yeah, Heads up. yeah. So, uh-huh. Is he a on uh, SoundCloud, Bandcamp page or Spotify. Yeah, he's, he does that? actually. So I don't I don't know what name he's he's rolling with right now, but he's he's uh, very excited about that. So cool. um, you got to find out. So the Cl- I will. Keen listeners might want to check that. Yeah, out. you might want right. to check out, check out his fresh beats. So, mm-hmm. he's but this was kind of supposed to be his summer. Like he had quite the. Yeah, spring and summer plan that kind of, you know, COVID took a big dump on. So how's he holding up? Yeah, I mean, he does. I mean, he's fine. I mean, I think he's done as much as he can. But I know like when I was 14, that summer was probably one of the best ever because it was that that in between stage when you don't have a car and you don't have and you have your bike and you have parents who stop caring so much about where you're going i guess they're just like you're old enough you know how to cross the street you can go out you can go to stores you can do whatever you know you can get and he can go far on a field on his bike and it's just it's just a shame that you know living in minneapolis um it was always something that i always wanted for my kids that's why i live here so they can be part of the city and part of the culture and part of that you know have that freedom and get out and go to all the street fairs and festivals. I mean, there's a concert every, there's outdoor concerts every weekend in Minneapolis in the summer. It's fantastic. Like I had, I had plans to take him to his first shows. We were going to go see Tame Impala and, you know, all these other shows that were going to come and we were super excited and Mm -hmm. that's all gone. And it sucks because that was like this for me, I remember that age just being such a critical age of exploration and that first kind of taste of real freedom outside of your immediate neighborhood. And it's just a shame that he, I mean, he's still been able to do that. Like he goes out bike riding and like he said, he goes to Nokomis and he goes other places, but the kids can't go into stores really. They can't like go hang out a coffee shop with their friends or they can't, you know, all those little things that are just, would be just amazing at this age. And same thing for Olive too. She's been a little more shut in, but you know, she doesn't have quite as, larger finger but she's a little younger so but still it's tough because she can't just go over to her friend's house and hang out there all day you know yep. she can she has to be outside or we always have to you know and then we're always on them keep your distance or you know it's all these you know, and it's just annoying you know <laughs> do, you, do you make her do you make her wear the hat with the pool noodles attached yeah to it? i mean it's just oh dad come on and i'm just like man i don't i i, I just can't imagine having to deal with my parents as much as you know, I deal with them because I mean, I remember my parents didn't deal with me at all. I think at this time in the eighties, which, you know, for good and bad, <laughs> you know, all of for us three, I'm sure we all have that same experience. You know, there was maybe a little more parental involvement might've been a positive thing for us, but, um, but it's, um, yeah, it's, I, I feel bad about it though, because it was a, the summer where he's supposed to, you know, they're both supposed to have kind of it's their bike summers. I mean, you see it. I mean, that's I think that's why kids love watching um, Stranger Things or other, you know, other shows. Like, I mean, that's all those classic 80, but the bike movies with the kids and stuff like that's mm-hmm. these are the years where you're supposed to do that. And it well, sucks. I mean, that's taken from kids right now. Trips got canceled and all yeah. Kinds of stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. Owen was supposed to go to Italy with his group. And then we were supposed to go on a family trip to Turkey. We were supposed to do all these cool things to kind of expand the horizon. And instead the horizons were lit, were narrowed dramatically. And, um, it's a shame. It really is a shame. So, so how things have kind of stacked up, but you know, we're, 
making the best of it. And he's, you know, he's been able I mean, he did like, like you said, Chris, like with, with Will, it's a lot of connection through the internet. I can't imagine. I, I try to visualize what would have happened if this had happened when we were young at this age, I don't know if, I think a lot of people would have just died. I don't know if they would have been able to quarantine, you know, cause I don't think the information awareness would have been there. I don't know if the government would have told us, you know, or if this would have, you know, I don't really know how media would have handled it. What would have been the scenario? I, I try to imagine that. I don't really the know. side of me thinks, you know, media was much more consolidated. Right. She had three major networks. She didn't have cable news. And I don't think this would have been as politicized where there would have relied more on science, I'm I'm hoping. Yeah. Where they would come out and say, Hey, there's this situation. The doctors are telling us we need to stay away from large groups and wear a mask. And I think there would have been public awareness that would have been pretty consistent. I mean, just think about what happened with like the don't do drugs, right? You know, potentially mis that misguided that was, but how like consistent and how loud there were TV shows about it after school specials. So maybe the message would have been a little bit more consistent and people would have maybe abided by it, which yeah. would have helped. Yeah. It's possible that know. we, we might've just done what other countries did and it would have been a much shorter duration of, you know, at least the worst of it. I can tell you what what I would have. Sorry, go ahead. No, we have some unique factors here that make this much worse than it should have been. I can tell you what I would have been doing. And, you know, if this pandemic had struck in like 1985, which is I would be sitting on the phone with Brian for about six hours and we would be talking about wrestling and or watching wrestling. That's <laughs> that's probably what would have been happening. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say barbecue and bourbon, but uh, <laughs> they didn't they didn't graduate to that part yet. That came yeah, later. Did come later. <laughs> well no, and just you're talking about wrestling did you see the WWE had the video wall where fans could sign in and they have the wrestlers and then behind them, they have the whole video wall kind of like the NBA is doing, Yeah. Uh, but it was live. So they weren't screening what people were putting up on the screen. <laughs> so it went well, that... it did not go well. No, <laughs> oh, they, no, they have to find a new system because there was some pretty heinous stuff that was being shown. Uh... Um, yeah. So it's, it's very dystopian and bad. Boob, boobs aren't heinous. Mine. Uh, beheadings are. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, it, it's it's a rough world out. <laughs> that's that's some ECW kind of stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm hopeful. I, I I think just new. Like we've talked about this with music before. How everything's so fractured and fandoms are fractured. I mean, people don't even agree on facts. So. It's like everything becomes politicized and pick a side. And I don't remember it. I remember people being political opponents and, and such in the 80s. I mean, obviously, it wasn't as much on my radar. I was a child. It didn't seem quite so prominent. Kind of every conversation I have with anybody these days, whether it's you, as you guys as friends or family, it's either a topic that you talk about or you have to actively avoid talking about. 
Whereas it, I don't know if it was like that all the time before. I was going to try to sing the Archie Bunker song, but I just didn't think I could get up in that that register for for this monologue. Please do. Oh, it's where the days. <laughs> no, not that. Not like Halcyon days. I just think it, it just wasn't. You could you could avoid it. I think, and part of that is privilege, and there's so much like on upheaval right now, and rightfully so. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I, I do think that there was a difference then, as we've just talked about. Um, you know, there was still the the southern strategy, like a lot of the types of things that are happening now were sort of happening then, in just slightly different form, but um, it did feel different. But the spin doctors were still bad. Ah, yeah, they were. <laughs> Twenty nine years ago, anniversary. Pocketful Kryptonite album. Last week. No. Yeah. It's true. I know. Was that you who posted on Yes. It was. I was trying to remember, like, who is who's who's at the spin doctor? I'll tell you who. (laughs) You know. If it's spin doctors or OC or it's it's always I did did post an OC video. Uh, We know, Mike, because you're the last person on earth that thinks that that's culturally relevant. Uh, I'd rather get in like the Jamiroquai corner than the spin doctor's <laughs> corner. I mean, I'm way in the Jamiroquai. I've got yeah. Jamiroquai 12 inches. That yeah. can throw. yeah. <laughs> I've got canned heat, the uh, Napoleon Dynamite one uh, on 12. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was just a shout out for your club quarantine peeps. <laughs> hey. I have records. I'm cool. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Here we go. Let's get to the core of it. I mean, now. it's only fair. I've been <laughs> I've been taking pot shots all night and Mike's Hold been on. trying to keep it classy, keep it classy, keep it classy. Uh, that's stuff. my that's my goal. That's what I, I have my four acres of CDs here though next to me, so I could start I I felt bad for my CDs, so I unpacked them and put them on their little shelves, but in the unfinished basement, that's that's as good as they could get right now. No, they're they're prominently displayed. Actually, we gave uh, we actually gave Olive a CD player. We got her a little boombox for her birthday a couple weeks ago. So she now she's she's making her way through my oh she's rating my them? CDs. Yes, nice. so I've got her on Talking Heads now. So I'm proud of that. Nice. Good so work. I have that I have that box set. So that was good. And that's a, that's a promising age for her to be listening to Talking Heads because like my kids like super cool music when they were little. Yeah. But then as they would hit like as like Olive's age, then it was like I I can't piss you off by listening to like something new that you think is bad because if you do that i'm like sweet turn it up so yeah. they their only way to rebel is to be like listen to kdwb so for people that don't live in the minneapolis st paul area that's like the cheesy top 40 just awful music station that's kind of after rebel against me so it's it's promising that at her age she's it, she's doing talking heads she lines up more music owen i cannot get a beat on on what he likes i i just cannot figure it out because i'll think this is cool and then he'll be like no that's not cool and it's just really really <laughs> difficult and then the things he he starts to like i'm like he got he really liked that Anita Baker song 
What's it? It's not where I thought we were going. On my own. With, how's that going? Oh, Real Love or whatever it is. Something. I don't know. She got He got really into that song. So it was like this 1982 total like weird 80s jam. Mm-hmm. And then he liked Smashing Pumpkin. I went through it. I was, li- I was like just playing random music for him one day. Just like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? And I was thinking he might like this. He's like, eh, kind of like Nirvana. Kind of like Smashing Pumpkins. Hated almost anything that's metal anything with any kind of screaming vocal he's out on nothing i mean forget it how about you a know? guttural vocal some even then he wasn't like <laughs> into it he just like guitars he seems to not not get into um he's a very devoted trap uh hip-hop kid but even then i like i'll say certain hip-hop and he's like nope out on that no no that won't work and i'm like that's 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 what you're listening to like anymore what, what's his what's his take on on wap i don't know what's that what's wap <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, i mean i i'll We're check it off again for his viewer I'll, from no, uh, australia i don't know is that a you guys have missed this controversy the last two weeks no i want to i'll make Nick, Nicki in, minaj's song it stands for wet what, bad what, word, bad word. What? This a, has been like everywhere in the media for the last two weeks. I've, oh, no, I, I don't know. know about that. I don't know if he's heard that. All right, Boomer. does have an opinion on it, but I mean, he listens to all sorts. That's a, that's a tough conversation, though, to have because I grew up like when I was 15, 16, all that, all that music came out, that two live crew and all these super misogynistic, horrible, hardcore. I mean, they were great, kind of fun, but also just like, yeesh kind of <laughs> you listen to him and I'm like that's that's not okay you know and I'm not and I know that shaped my perception of a lot of things in this world and that wasn't really healthy and I didn't have any <laughs> male guiding voice saying I learned oh, everything Jen. I know from Eze. Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Uncle Luke was my role model. Yeah, exactly. You're like that's he <laughs> should have you know I didn't really have a male role model who say that. That's not really, you know, a great way, a great approach to life. So um getting perspective on that. So it's that's always a conversation I'm always having with him about, you know, what is that, you know, this is fantasy or this is not real or this is not how you should be talking in real life about anything. And it's just a very difficult thing because it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> hearing some of that stuff. And I don't know. And, you know, if he's a teenager and teenagers want to listen to things that are going to be outlandish and crazy and out there, but it's still difficult to, to know that your teenage son is listening to these things. And oh, he totally knows about with, some WAP or WAP or whatever the kids are calling. Yeah, he knows, but he doesn't know. <laughs> but that's the thing. <laughs> wow, shots fired, Owen. Wow. Shots fired. Well, <laughs> that's got to be your end to the conversation. Like, oh, you think you know, Owen, but you don't. <laughs> Let me tell you. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I'm right. lost on this. So yeah, it's a crazy it's thing. Like innocent bike rides around the city. Who knows what's going on out there? Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't want to imagine. So <laughs> as you reach for your beverage, <laughs> I mean, I well, can't imagine what Hugo's going to be listening to in ten years. I mean, we're talking. I don't even know. Well, I I was thinking as you guys were talking about this. That I, I send Hugo emails for his future self to read if email is still a thing. Uh, and Emily does it too. So we send him messages in the present to his future self 
which is kind of this interesting little time travel thing. And I know in one of them, I had listed a bunch of musical artists of like, hey, these are things that you should check out and, and listen to. I don't know exactly what was on that list, but I'm sure you can imagine some of the options. You tell them Uncle Chris said Nicki Minaj. <laughs> w A P. This get to the yeah. This is you need an education, son. Everything you need to know about life. So doing stuff like that is kind of interesting and fun because it makes you think like, well, what. What is it you want to pass on? Like, what's what's important in terms of art or tradition or whatnot? And you guys have kids who are much further along on that ride than I do. So, I mean, Will wanted to watch Club Quarantine with dinner tonight, so I feel like I'm doing fine. Winner. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. My dad just passed on uh, the Jefferson Airplane album Red Octopus to me. That's that was it. That song Miracles, that was that was passed on to me. Well, better than him passing on the insane clown posse. Yeah, I know. Like, what do you, how do you get how do I pass that on? I don't know what I'm <laughs> passing on it to. My dad oh, listened to the same Meatloaf album on vinyl, like over and over. Wow, this this explains so much, Mike. And Harry Chapin and uh, Dan Fogelberg. It all makes sense now. It all it's, makes sense. There was quite a bit of angst, <laughs> yeah. I think, in his, in his life back then. Yeah, yeah, I got. Yeah, it was Jefferson Airplane, or Jefferson Starship, and uh, Paul Simon. I got a lot of Paul Simon from that, and then my mom gave me uh, the Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah, Kenny Rogers and um, uh, Barbara Streisand. So. That's good stuff. It's a mix. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is it, though? I mean, rest in peace, I Kenny. think it is, but I don't know. I, I tend to wonder sometimes what's good, what's not. Well, to try to summarize, I, we were talking before about this whole quarantine time and it being maybe potential for self-improvement and also a time for days of depression and anxiety. Um, I just think for everyone listening, just getting through these days is no easy feat. And uh, if you're able to get through the day and take care of yourself and do something kind for yourself or somebody else, then that's a win. Uh, Chad, give me facts check. Checks out. Uh, it's hard right now, man. It's what's hard right now, Michael. <laughs> this. Hey, settle down. Living, this is not a normal situation for anybody, and it's been six months of it, and there's really no end in sight. Well, that's not positive. I, I yeah, know, that's what I'm wow, saying. that's, man. <laughs> I'm going to go back to club quarantine now. <laughs> but I'm just, I mean, give yourself a break. Give yourself some some slack to, you know, if you're getting through this time, however you're doing it, whether it's you know, online friendships, hobbies, parenting, all this stuff it is not easy. WAP. So, uh, sure. Um, if you have the means. If, if, if it's available and, you know, there's consent involved, you know, go ahead. Um, go ahead. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's an impressive feat to get through each day because there's a lot of suffering. So good work, everyone. Thanks. Thank you.
Uh, anything to plug? Uh, I mean, no. I've plugged quarantine like 52 times, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Do you get a cut? Is there money coming out of that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I just, don't see any of that. I'm it. just trying to get that VIP when the real show is happening. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's – I'm just like, I got, I got nothing, Michael. We got to get uh, Owen's uh, – Details. Yeah, he's show a, notes. I think he's a he's minor shift. I think is what you can find it. But there's a few of them out there. I, I got to te- work on his name. So text them and be like, hey, what's your stuff online? We got like six people that are gonna tune in. Yeah. So Just send Mike the links and he can he can add them when he when okay. he posts. Oh yeah. I'll do that because he's gonna draw. He's been working on it all summer, so he's actually quite excited. Well, and I think I've mentioned this on the pod before when when. The three of us were on when we went to Glacier. Was that two years ago now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Summers ago. Yep. That I woke up and he was playing the piano and all of a sudden he was playing Dre. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is amazing. What's going on? Yeah, he's, he's got some He's like stuff, dropping so. this Dr. Dre beat it's like out of nowhere in the middle of Glacier National Park. And I just like, what, what, ha- what is happening? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think that was, uh, that was, um, yeah, it was Dre or was it, um, Oh, it was Dre. Yeah, I think it was. I don't know, it was something, but yeah, was, he, he was that little piano bit from the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was cool. But um, yeah, everyone stay healthy out there. Oh, it's Shifty Beats. Sorry, on SoundCloud. All right. Is that spelled all one kind word? Of no. Wacky way just we'll, Shifty Beats. We'll we'll post that link for all the dedicated mm-hmm. listeners. Shifty Beats on SoundCloud. Just uh, blow that up. Blow it up. So <laughs> he's been killing it. I appreciate the time, and uh, yeah, we'll be doing the uh, socially distanced outdoor gathering for Club Quarantine 99. And inside, Lance. Okay. I say the poster. It's got Jack White and stuff. Cool. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to have something in your wheelhouse, Mike. For a second there, I thought it was gonna be dust in the wind. I don't, I don't have those chops. <laughs> you have the chops. I don't have mine. Just a hack. So, Can you play Hunger Strike. That was the one song that I could play when I was learning how to play guitar back in college. It's no. like one chord, Mike. I know. That's all I could do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going hungry. All right. Yeah. So, uh, thanks everyone. Tune in. We'll uh, do this again sometime soonish, potentially. Don't, don't lie, Mike. <laughs> Oops, screwed it up. Does not check out. Does oh, not check out. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Because I'm yeah. here. Bye.